This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Clean Fuels Alliance America, formerly known as the National Biodiesel Board. Learn more by visiting cleanfuels.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Senate has cleared a massive climate, health care, and tax bill, sending it to the House for consideration later this week. The measure cleared the Senate floor Sunday in a 50-50 tie broken by Vice President Kamala Harris. The bill includes about $18 billion for farm bill conservation programs, $5.3 billion in farm debt relief, and $4 billion in western drought mitigation. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says he hopes the political spectrum of House Democrats will replicate the actions of the Senate. When all of the 50 Democrats in the Senate vote for the bill, including the progressive wing of, you know, uh, Bernie and Elizabeth and Eddie Markey and people like that, and the conservative wing, the more conservative wing, I think it's going to set a tableau for the House that will make it much easier for the House to pass. The House is expected to vote on the measure on Friday, and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says she expects the bill to pass there as well. There's more detail on the bill in our coverage over the weekend on agripulse.com. The Biden administration is out with new money aimed at improving rural health care. Agripulse's Hannah Pagel has more. Staffing shortages and access to health care are two areas the Department of Health and Human Services are hoping to solve in rural communities with a new $60 million investment. Tom Morris is the Associate Administrator for Rural Health Policy at the Health Resources and Services Administration. He says staffing shortages in health care have long been an issue in rural communities. Rural areas have long struggled to uh, recruit and retain physicians. But it really goes beyond that and cuts across just about every health profession you can imagine. Moore says part of the funding will help build rural residency programs to retain health care professionals. The rural residency planning grants, which are a part of our regular budget, are really noteworthy in the sense that this is a, a model that works. We know that um, you know, from research that people tend to locate near where they do their final training. Well, we funded some uh, study a couple of years ago that showed that if you did a you're a family medicine resident, you did your training in a rural training track, you're twice as likely to then practice in a rural community. And so we know the pipeline of rural physicians is not as robust as we'd like to see it be. And so the, this effort to build rural residency programs in rural communities has really already yielded a lot of benefits. You can read more details on the announcement on agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pegel. Finally today, the nation's wheat farmers are looking for additional support in the upcoming farm bill. AgriPulse's Haley Bickelhopt has more. A leader in the wheat industry says one of its top priorities for the 2023 Farm Bill is raising the bill's baseline. Nicole Berg is the president of the National Association of Wheat Growers. She says farmers need more money to work with than wheat's current $5.50 reference price. It, even a cost of living increase from a $5.50 reference price would be, would be helpful, but we still have to increase that baseline. And so I think that's where the struggle is going to happen is, is, is there enough money to support the U.S. and help the farmers across the U.S. and their safety net? And in my, my personal opinion, I don't think there is enough money in that baseline. Berg also says the association needs to continue looking into House Ag Committee ranking member Glenn Thompson's idea to offer margin coverage similar to what is available to dairy producers to crop farmers. Because they definitely think as farmers need some out-of-the-box thinking right now with these high input costs. How are we going to have a safety net that is going to help the farmer and not one that has big gaps and holes in it where the farmers start falling through it at a 550 reference price? So 
I like the idea. We did bring it up um, in our uh, committees. We never really took a formal position on it um, because I think we we wanted to see what it would look like. Listen to the latest episode of AgriPulse Open Mic to hear more from Berg about the Farm Bill and how issues along the Snake River could impact wheat exports. Reporting in Washington, I'm Haley Bicklehot. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by Clean Fuels Alliance America formerly known as the National Biodiesel Board. Clean Fuels is a farmer-founded trade association representing rapidly growing low-carbon fuels like biodiesel, renewable diesel, and sustainable aviation fuel. For more information, please visit cleanfuels.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.